What's up, guys? Back here again with Podcast 2, Struggling with Life's Burdens. Um, yeah, pretty much today we're going to be going over what happened in the Navy. Um, been home since, mm, I think it was February 18th. Let me double check real fast for you guys. I believe it was February 18th. Um, it's almost been five months. Let me get the exact date for you guys. Um, left, shipped out January 11th. Got home. Yep, right there, February 18th. Um, so yeah. Well, the whole journey started after high school. While I was in high school, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do welding or the Navy. I kind of figured the Navy was for me. Why? I don't know. Um, I guess when I was in high school and in school, I always had a bad, everyone had a bad impression of me. I don't know if that's very true, but I just feel like it is. Um, people thought I was a hillbilly. People thought I was dumb. People thought I was, a, I think some people thought I was a dick. Why? I don't know. If you really get to know me, you know I'm one of the most caring, loving, compassionate people you ever meet. Um, so I kind of just wanted to join the Navy to do something bigger than myself. I wanted to end up being a Navy SEAL. Did all my PSTs, which is physical screening tests. Passed all that. And, um, yeah, was ready to go. Um, I just w I wanted to be able to come back to my hometown of Madison and people be like, holy crap, this guy is like a hero. What's like kind of like, I wouldn't say I was looking for like praise, but like at the same time I was because I was whole, my, sad my whole life. And I was like, hey, if I do this, everyone's going to be so happy for me. Everyone's going to think I'm so brave, yada, yada, yada. So we left January 11th, um, went down to the hotel at 10th. Family came down, mom, dad, Tanner, Kaylee, girlfriend, Liz. Um, God, that night was so hard. I cried that whole night. I'm not even going to lie to you. I bawled my eyes out. I begged my mom to come pick me up. I talked to her once I got home. She said if she knew she could have picked me up, she would have. But, um, yeah, she told me, she's like, if you don't do this, you're going to regret it. And I was like, she's got a point. I stayed on FaceTime with Liz that whole night, bawled my eyes out. The crazy thing is this is when the Browns were in the playoffs, beat the Steelers. I was watching that and bawling my eyes out to Liz. She was there for me. She... Was telling me how brave I was and how much she's going to miss me. And heads up, sorry if I tear up a little bit, touchy subject, this whole story. This is probably going to be a little bit longer podcast. But yeah, she was just basically like, hey, it's okay. You know, I'm so proud of you. I'm going to be by your side. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I ended up waking up the next morning at 5, went there, um, re-went over my physical, all that stuff, swore in official active duty no turning back then flew um ended up leaving meps drove over to the um airport met my family tanner kaylee liz my mom dad and uh had dinner sat with them then i went to go get on the plane it took everything i had not to ball my eyes out getting on that plane and they called military people first i walked up there Everyone was clapping, saying thank you for your service. I mean, I didn't even serve you, but everyone was saying thank you for like what I was doing. Little did they know I shit my brains out. So scared. Um, 
Got on the plane. I was just silently bawling. Talking to Liz the whole time. Telling her how much I missed her. And I was going to miss her. How much I missed my... uh, Talking to my mom. How much I miss them. Letting all my friends know that I'm going to miss them. Basically saying my final goodbyes. Left Cleveland. Got to Chicago. Went to the USO, which is like a military thing where you meet in like airports. They're like all over the world. Got there. They gave us kind of like a brief, like a citizen, like a um, citizen, a civilian, Um, still civilian in the military comes the civvies. And um, yeah, talked to them. We got one last chance. I was uh, called my mom right away, bawling, saying, mom, I miss you so much. I just want to go home. I'm so scared. Called Liz said hey listen i love you more than anything i can't wait to see you again in 75 days how much i'm gonna miss you how much i enjoyed my time with you all that jazz um and i don't know if liz is ever gonna hear this um i really hope she does but um sorry it went a little off track kind of do that but um so yeah basically Got all down, talked to them, walked down. There's a bunch of Navy people there, a bunch of petty officers and one chief. They um, took our shoe size, wrote it on our hand. We sat on the floor for two hours. I prayed and wrote in my journal um, until the bus came. The bus came. They were already hammering us, screaming at us. We got on the bus, drove in 45 minutes to Great Lakes, which is where boot camp was. And, um, yeah... Got in line, got all of our stuff, had to get butt naked in front of, like, 125 guys. Did all that stuff. Got all of our gear, got back on the bus. Three-hour drive to Fort McCoy in Wisconsin. Got there, got all of our stuff, got inside, um, got situated. That's where I met Chris. Um, I don't even know. Chris, what about Chris? great guy um knew that kid didn't had never knew him before met that kid that first day he slept right next to me so in like quarantine two floors top floor bottom floor all males obviously and you're in these little quadrants a b c and d and you're not allowed outside of that quadrant unless you go into the bathroom you can only go to the bathroom with your quadrant shower with your quadrant all that stuff so like you don't spread covid this quadrant is probably eight Man, 10 by 10 or 10 by 8 small little area five beds chris, uh, chris was right next to me and um talked he was me and him prayed i got really close to god me and him prayed we talked talked about our families he had a really um i really don't want to talk about his family much in case his family ever hears this but um he had a really bad growing up talked to him about how much i miss my family but yeah we got really really close shared sat by each other at chow marched right behind each other just got really really close i mean knew him for 16 days and that kid was like a brother to me i mean would i mean i would have died for that kid if i had the chance i mean he was great kid great kid i mean the words i don't even have words for how like amazing he was as a friend and a person and a human being so we found out my, like, we had to do COVID tests, and that's, like, if you had a COVID test, you had to do two more weeks of quarantine, which was hell. Quarantine was hell. Hurtest thing ever. We found out we passed our 
COVID tests, and um, we were all happy. We weren't sure exactly. We didn't know if it was going to be three days, four days, two days, five days until we got to go to boot camp. It was at night. Um, one kid was on watch, which he had one person had a watch, and it was like an hour shift, so one person had a watch. That's the different. Just look it up. I don't want to feel like explaining that. It's going to make this way longer. But, um, so, it was on watch. I was like, Chris was like, hey, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'm like, okay. Check my watch. It was like 9 o'clock. Eight, it was probably like 8.30, I think. 8.30. I don't remember the exact time. Um, he went to the bathroom. I tossed and turned, looked at my watch. It was 30 minutes later. Went in there. And, um, that's when I saw him. He was um, hanging by a bed sheet. I don't know how he got the bed sheet in there without no one seeing him. But I pulled him down and I did CPR for what felt like years. I was told it was only like 15, 20 minutes. I was screaming, crying for help. Help came. Took forever for the medics to get there. Before, um, took forever for the medics to get there. They uh, did CPR for another. I had to do C so I mean I'm doing CPR for twenty minutes before someone came and fifteen more minutes before the max got there. Um sorry, I'm tearing up. Um yeah. Did CPR on him. Max came, tried to bag him, intubate him. It was too late, he was already gone. Um yeah, and talked to someone in the navy, you know what they told me? It happens. It's part of being in the military. I wasn't even in boot camp yet. Didn't even graduate boot camp. This was quarantine. And I already seen someone I cared about die on my watch. And I, everyone tells me it's not my fault. But for being by each other's side 24-7 for 16 days, how did I not know something was wrong? How? I couldn't tell you. I mean, he said he was fine. I just should have known, I guess. But, um, yeah. Uh, ended up getting to boot camp, went to P-Days, pressing days. I lost it. I had to get out. I was so broken. Missed my family. Just wanted to hug Liz. I wanted to hug my mom. Just wanted to lay in bed all day and just cry with Liz. I was able to get out. I called my mom. It was a Tuesday. I called my mom and said, Mom, I'm coming home. She's like, why? I'm like, I'll talk to you more. I'm going to be getting another hour-long phone call. I'm going to talk to you later. I was like, tell Liz I'll be calling. And my mom was super worried. Packed up all my stuff, went to the SEPS ship. SEPS is separations. I got there. There was 210 kids. Barely enough beds for kids. When I first got there, there were some kids sleeping on the floor. And those are all kids that are waiting to get discharged. 210 kids. Most of them fresh out of quarantine i mean that's pretty much sums out how bad it was i mean you walk in there and it's like a jail the kids are banging on their cells screaming fresh meat they take everything from you shoelaces safety pins sharpies everything so like you don't kill yourself it was hard being in there um but i ended up meeting one of my really good friends trevor cyrus he saved uh saved me from doing bad things to myself, hurt myself, but, um, we got to go to the Navy Exchange, the next, uh, NEX, Tuesday, and 
Thursday. And uh, I happened to get lucky and get to go to the next on the Tuesday when I first got steps. Called my mom, told her what happened. Why I didn't tell her that my buddy killed himself. I didn't tell anyone, any of my family, um, until like probably a couple weeks, like maybe like a week ago. But um, yeah, talked to her, told her what was going on. I pretty much told her that like I just got depressed. That's all I told her. I called Liz. Oh my God, to hear her voice, I cried 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 hearing her voice was that's the only thing that got me through uh that got me through it all was getting to hear her uh voice and uh, it sounded pretty dumb to be honest with you but uh yeah that uh helped a lot was hearing her voice um hearing my mom's voice too saved me a lot too but i talked to each of them for 30 minutes then uh had to end up hanging up and going back. But, um, steps was hell. It went by so slow. Three meals, that's what you had to do. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, just count. And the whole time I was in there, the Navy, you know what, all the Navy said was, this stuff happens, you'll be okay. I mean, I didn't sleep. That's all I thought about was walking in and seeing that and trying my best. And I was able to send out letters every day, so I was able to get letters from... Liz, it was nice writing her. I mean, I loved writing her. Loved getting pictures from my mom. Loved hearing about my grandma's day. Um, I ended up getting a care package from my mom. She ended up sending, trying. She sent me melatonin and then some, uh, like, uh, essential oils to put on my legs to like calm me down. And she sent me some underwear so I didn't have to wear whitey tighties. Um, the Schultzes. Peter Schultz and Mrs. Schultz, they sent me some magazines and some nice letters. I mean, it was nice hearing from people. Got to talk to my grandma on the phone, my brother on the phone, Brian on the phone. And the whole time, I never told anyone why I was getting out or what was the reason. I kind of just said, yeah, I just got depressed. I mean, some people just told I got discharged because they found about my ADHD. So, I mean, to most of you guys, this is new. You guys, most of you listeners just think, Oh, Nate got out because they found out about his ADHD. No. I got depressed, and I was honestly close. It took everything I had not to kill myself. I mean, there was times where Cyrus had to literally hold me down because I wanted to hurt myself so bad. And Cyrus is the guy. I mean, it was so hard. And then on my birthday, I spent my birthday in there, my 19th birthday, my 19th birthday, these kids, there were some assholes in Seps. These kids um, wouldn't let me, me or Cyrus eat. They said we double dipped, which we went in line twice. We were in the back of the line. No, we didn't. Why the hell would I want that nasty ass food twice? I barely ate as is. So I didn't even get to eat. Didn't, like, we got our phone calls taken away too because kids were being assholes. So I didn't even get to call my family on my birthday. That fucking crushed me. But, um,. I mean, obviously, I'm leaving out a lot of stories and whatnot, but um, I'll kind of tell you guys on a different podcast the happier stories, but this is kind of just, like, the whole, like, quick recap. So I got home the, um, got home the, uh, what's, so got home the 18th of February. I'm trying to go back and kind of look at some like snapchat memories to like see 
what kind of what I did. So I got home the 18th. My mom drove all the way down to Chicago to pick me up. And, um... Got home the 18th. Ended up going out to dinner with Liz and my family. Spent the night with Liz. Uh, second day home, went to the bar with Jake Simpson. Getting, I got messed up with him. Pretty much... The whole time I just spent time with Liz. Um, she was my number one. Uh, went down to Kent, went to the Dusty for the first time with Tanner and Liz and Tristan and Kaylee. But yeah, most of my time was spent with Liz. Fishing, hanging out. I mean, from the time I went home to now, that's all I did was hang out with her. Got really big into archery, did archery shoots with uh, Jake and. Uh, yeah, um, did everything I could to keep my mind busy, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, every, pretty much spent all my time with Liz, so I'm back, uh, yeah, I spent every, pretty much every moment with Liz, um, going to Hawaii, here soon, Leaving eight days, staying in Pittsburgh, and flying out, being in Hawaii the 21st to the 31st, 10 days. Um, and then get back 31st, and I leave for Nashville the, f the 6th, there the 6th to the 9th, um, with uh, Tanner, Kaylee, my mom, dad, Tristan, Kate, Jared, and then Jared's mom for Tanner's 21st. That'll be fun. And then I go to school. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is something I've wanted to get off my chest for quite a while now. I just haven't had really had the strength to. I've been kind of hiding it, feeling like I feel like I feel weak for um, like being sad. I guess sounds pretty stupid, but I feel like a coward. Why? I don't know. But I just feel like a coward for uh, feeling that way. It's pretty pretty stupid, but. Um, I just want to thank, like, especially Liz for being there, um, Chris for being there, um, and then I initially want to say just, I hope, Chris, I hope you're listening, Chris from boot camp, I hope you're listening up there in heaven, keep an eye on me, um, I hope your family's doing well, I'm just glad you're in a better place and you're no longer suffering, and, um, I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this and, uh, you know, listen to what's going on with me. Stay positive, guys. I'll be back with another podcast next week. Love y'all.